Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode, another hour, another edition of The Assist. We got we got a new we got a different lineup today. To my right, we have our Houston sports expert James yes, in sir. the building. You already know what's going on. What and do, surprisingly, what to his right, we have nobody. Nobody. Coach G's not in the building today. Shout out Coach G. I know he's listening. Yeah. Um, had to go be Coach G. Had to go coach coach the. I was gonna say the juniors, but that would be Jay. <laughs> so I mean, you know. Anyway. He had to go be a coach in Coach G out in San Antonio. Like I said, shout out Coach G. Me yeah. and Jay are in shout here today. I, I'm an honorary Houston sports expert today. Honorary. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I'll accept that. You, okay, okay. I'll accept all right, that. all right, all right. Uh, I mean, I think we can start with the All-Star game. We didn't talk about it on the last episode because... I figured there would be a lot to talk about, and there was. It yes, was a it was. great game. It was an excellent game. Like just to see all the alley hoops, like man. oh my god, you got to see your favorite player go crazy exactly. with your second favorite player. Exactly, it was wonderful. And and some some people's favorite players weren't playing in there. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But I mean, you couldn't be mad at the game. Exactly, you couldn't be mad at, at that all. game. One fifty-seven to one fifty-five win for Team LeBron. Down to the wire, they win by two. Um, Honestly, I think Team LeBron won the first two quarters, I want to say. Yeah. And then the third quarter, it ended as a tie. I think it was getting... It was close. I'm not too sure. I know it was tied. Point, I know but, it was tied at like 2.1 seconds left for sure. I don't. I think they ended it as a tie. My problem with the game... My only problem with the game... Joel Embiid said this too. It shouldn't have been won on a free throw. Yeah. True. I think if I'm the other team, I wouldn't want to lose on a free throw because I don't have any control over him missing that shot. You know what I mean? It's not like I can go yeah. defend him and, and make it fair to where... Well, the thing that I look at it as is when you first start playing basketball, one of the first games you learn, I saw the horse, 21. True. That is a target score. Uh-huh. And, and, it, and that's the thing. You it's know the whole you, game. You your free throws. You know the whole game mm-hmm. that you know what I mean. I feel that like you it, can lose from free throws. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like it just took it back to that childhood basketball type of you yeah. know mentality, and it ain't like it ain't like you didn't have an opportunity to get there before. Them. Exactly. You had that was my opportunity other thing. To, like I get where you're coming from. I get the frustration behind that, but also, yeah, you fouled him, or you know what I mean. Like well, Kyle, don't, don't foul. Well, Kyle, yeah, yeah, Kyle yeah. did foul. I didn't the mean hell out of him. And Joel, I mean, but yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, yeah Kyle fouled the hell out of him, and um, he sent them to the line, and he did miss the first one. He sure did. Just so happened, all he needed was one. Exactly. I mean, the thing <laughs> is, I really don't think Joel's saying this if they win. You know what I mean? Fact. I think I think it's the the losing side of it is now you see all the problems with it. You know what yeah. I mean? Exactly. Um, but nonetheless, it was an amazing game from everybody. I mean, LeBron gave you twenty three. Five and six, Duncan. LeBron uh, played LeBron game. Exactly, Duncan on every not everybody, but you know. So my question for you before we get into everybody's stats, who was your biggest letdown? Book. Book had to be book, because I was fighting for him so hard to be in this, 
And let me say He didn't play as, as much as everybody not, too. You can't say that. It's probably not Book's fault. Let me say that. But yeah, definitely wasn't. Because he already had it in his mind. I'm not playing in this game. They've snubbed me. I'm not this is not where mm-hmm. I'm gonna be on this Saturday, you know what I mean? And then yeah. boom, schedule changes. Now you gotta Okay, now I'm gonna be here, now I'm gonna yeah. play, so now I gotta let me go get some shots up where you could have t- taken some days off. So I don't think it's necessarily his fault, but he did have he is the one that I was surprised didn't have as good of a game because, you, like we said, we were on here vouching for him, saying he should have been an all-star. And well, not mm-hmm. saying he should have been. He really should have been. He should have been. He he is an all-star. He just didn't play mm-hmm. like an all-star in this game. With six points, 0 for 4 from the three-point line. And the night before, you go he didn't play 27. As, but he didn't play as many he, yeah. minutes. He didn't Got play it. as you, much We have to guys. throw this out there. He didn't play as many minutes. And on top of that, he was on an excellent team who had. Love me. Yeah. When, when you playing with a lot of ball dominant guys, it's hard for you to get that ball in your hand. Exactly. Especially when you're not going up for the alley hoops. You seem like Middleton going up for alley hoops. Too. And we seen. Well. Jason Tatum runs the floor a lot more than Book does. Yeah. Book is yeah. a half court, give me the rock. Let me do something. Or give me the ball and I'll push the ball up. Whereas you can find Jason Tatum on a fast break. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's where Jason Tatum was. He only had six points, too, but he was catching lobs. Oh, yeah. Here's a layup. His six points was bucket. beautiful points. Yeah. I and will they say came that. quick. They came yes. really quick. Um, he was three for eight from the field. So, you know, shots weren't really falling for a few people. Um, wait, hold on. So, wait. My next question is, who surprised you the most? In, in a good way? Yeah, in a good way. Who surprised you the most? Who you think? Kawhi. Kawhi? Kawhi surprised me. I didn't expect 30 from Kawhi. Mm. I didn't expect 14 three-pointers from Kawhi. That was... I think he set a record right there, too. Yeah, that's a lot of threes. Eight for 14. So so he shot good. I think my most surprising person wasn't Kawhi because I expect a good game from Kawhi. I think who surprised me the most, I would have to say... and And it's a tough decision between two people... I'm gonna give it I to Kimball Walker. Oh, okay. Kimba or Chris Paul. See, Chris Paul. I did not expect Kimba Walker to step up the way he did and just just go off. He kind of went off. Kimba Walker had an points. excellent game. Yeah. He went off. And that really surprised me because when I seen the list, he was kind of one of the people I was like, oh, it's somebody that can be on there. Before him, like, oh, why yeah. is he there? You know, blah, blah, why blah. Why isn't Jimmy starting over him? I, I thought the same thing. Jimmy let me down, too. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy was, Russ, J- Jimmy played bad. Russ did not have a great game. He went two for ten. Jimmy had four points. Mm-hmm. Uh, four turnovers. He didn't have the best game. Uh, Brandon Ingram with two points. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And you can't, you can't fault them for that because they're kind of, they're the new guy. Well, not Jimmy. But uh, Ingram and Book and and Sabonis, they're new. You know what I yeah. mean? So they're kind of getting into this all-star group. And you can see the and you've seen the vets actually take over exactly. the game. You, exactly. I will say that. You did see the vets. You've seen the LeBrons. You've seen the Chris Pauls. You know, you've seen them actually step up and, like, we already know what to do with this. Uh, Rudy Gobert. Exactly. You know, you've seen them step up to the play. Like, we know how to do this. We're going to play. 
Uh, Joel Embiid played an excellent game too. Ben I will Simmons say that. didn't have a bad oh, game. Oh, Ben at all. Simmons missed one shot. Excellent game. Excellent game. I thought Ben Simmons was excellent. He, Even Luca didn't, didn't play the way that everybody was accustomed to Luca playing, and I think that's what happens when you're put out there in this. You're put out there with people who do this. You, you put out there I mean? with people that's so ball dominant. Exactly. Most or not these, even just ball dominant. They're just they're real all stars. Yeah, like most of these been guys stars for a while. Well, not most of them. All of them for the there. most part. Yeah. Yeah, they know they, how to get out there and gel. Yeah, they carry their teams. Exactly. Most of these guys exactly. carry their teams. So yeah. when you got a bunch of alphas yeah. on the court at the same time, it's somebody's still going to be the alpha. Exactly. You're going to see who the real alpha and we, is. And we've seen that in LeBron for sure. It's, I think I think it established the three alphas that people already kind of knew. LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis. Kawhi, yep. And Kawhi, oh my God, Kawhi. Kawhi was, Kawhi had the the best game out of everybody and you didn't see none of it happening. Exactly. Just you know the what I mean? It was just quiet. 30, oh, man. 30 points in the world. Quietest 14 three-point attempts ever. Yes. In an NBA game. <laughs> um, You know what's crazy? He shot 14. Clay made 14. That, that's Just think about that for a second. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was the first recipient of the Kobe Bryant All-Star MVP Award. So big shout out to Kawhi. Big shout out for him. Uh, well deserved, best game. Uh, thir- like I said, thirty points, eight for fourteen from three, seven rebounds, four assists. Anthony Davis with nineteen and nine, three blocks. LeBron, like I said, with twenty three points. Um, Luca with eight. James Harden with eleven. I didn't really expect much from James. Like you said, there's a lot yeah. of alphas out there, and he's such a ball dominant yeah. player. And I did see. Uh... That that uh, halftime shot by uh, Trey. Oh man! Yeah, from forty five. What, what, I mean, even though they still lost that round, it was just beautiful, beautiful shot. shot. Oh, beautiful. I watched shot. it too. Like, oh man! You know, it's always so beautiful to watch it go in. It's like everybody knew it was going in. You ever rebound for somebody <laughs> and he's out there shooting? You pass it right back out to him, and you watch him shoot, and then you just watch it fall right through the net. That's how Siakam did, because Siakam was right he, it's like he room. was right under the rim. As yeah. soon as it went in, he fell down yeah. with it, <laughs> and he knew it was going yeah. in. That's always <laughs> the best feeling. Um, ben Simmons with 17 points. He went 8 for 9 from the field. Jokic with 5 points and played an amazing game. Um, yes. Had some good floaters, though. He had some good, had some good shots. You know, uh, yeah. very Jokic shots. Um, Jason Tatum was six. Chris Paul, great game, twenty three points, seven for eleven from three, six assists. You know, you know what Chris came to do. Uh, Russ with six points, two for ten from the field, not the best game. Uh, Sabonis probably had the worst game number wise. He only had two points, six rebounds, uh, two for four from the free throw line. Uh, missed missed his only shot. Mm. Which was a dunk. It was a couple of missed dunks. Yeah, it was. And LeBron I would say, one. I would say most of them came one. off of Team Giannis. Um, uh, Sabonis is Team LeBron. Just throwing that out. There. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying most of them came yeah. off of Team Giannis. I seen Giannis miss one. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean it was Giannis. I mean he did have to stretch out for yeah. it. Yeah, but at the same time you missed it. We're accustomed to him stretching. He's that stretch Armstrong. Yeah. Um, Giannis with 25 and 11. Good game. Amazing game. What do you think of all the alley hoops? I feel like... there. I mean, the Chris Paul alley was probably top three. Just because it's Chris Paul catching a oop. 
Mm-hmm. And um, so that one's up there. There just weren't. Let me say this: the oops were great. You know what I mean. I love I watching. It. I love, I love watching. It. I love it. It looked like an all star game. It looked like an all star Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's just when you, I feel like the players in this one weren't the high flyers. There wasn't really a high flyer in this all star group. Just a, a sky riser. You know what I mean? I don't know that that one. LeBron's LeBron not. Did, LeBron's that. not. I mean, that was an amazing dunk, but LeBron's not. The young LeBron sky yeah. rising anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like a Vince Carter, T Mac, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we don't have crazy. that anymore. Yeah. I think I think maybe it's the best dunker to watch on this is either LeBron or Russ. Cause you know you want to see Russ rip a rim off. You know what I mean? Because you know you're gonna come down with so much intensity. Or you want to see <laughs> you want to see Giannis dunk on somebody, but there's not there's not really a, a person on this list that I would just say. I would just throw it and say, go grab it. Maybe Spider. Spider Mitchell's probably the the highest, most sky-rising player, I should say. I gotta say that in a certain way, because, of course, we all yeah. know LeBron's the better dunker of the two. You know what I mean? Yeah, he looks better, more force, this, that, and the third. But as far as just getting up there, I'm sure Spider can get up there better now than... uh LeBron now. Yeah. Um, but back to Team Giannis. Joel with a great, great game. 22 and 10. 8 for 13 from the field. Siakam with 15. 7 of 10. Kimba, like you said, with 23. Trey with the. He had a good game. He had a good game. 10 and 10. Okay. 10 points, 10 assists. 2 for 6 from 3. Middleton with 5. Bam Abdebayo with 8. Rudy Gobert with a great game, 21, 10 of, 10 of 11 from the field and 11 rebounds. His putbacks and his his uh, alleys was just, oh, my God. They he, fed Big Fella. Yeah, they sure they fed did. Him. Uh, Jimmy Buckets with four points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals. Stat sheet stuffing. You know, Jimmy's going to try to do everything he can yeah. in the game. Of course. Uh, Lowry with 13 and eight. And then uh, Ingram, like I said, with two. And then Donovan Mitchell with seven. So not a bad game at all. Um, we got to jump into a qu- quick commercial break, and we'll be back to talk more All-Star Weekend. We'll All-Star Game after uh, these messages. Welcome back to The Assist. I'm your host, Noah Harrington, if you're just tuning in. To my right, we have our Houston sports expert, Jay. And to his right, we have nobody. Coach G is out there being a coach. (laughs) You already know. Shout out, Coach G. Um, We're talking all-star game, all-star weekend, all-star game. Um, This is is really what caught my attention. Being on social media, you see the post. Middleton looking like Kobe Bryant. Facts. That was a crazy post. Yes. Like. Yes. You had to take a double take. Is that Bean? They got. Oh, they okay. got the same head shape. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely got the same head. Um. So that was a big one, and then the score, right? So it was one fifty-seven to one fifty-five. If you add up one five seven, one five and five, 
it gives you 24, and then the 157 minus 155 gives you two. Giannis is wearing team or team Giannis is wearing 24. Team LeBron's wearing two. It was just. It, what a big coincidence! I know that's it's crazy. Like what a big coincidence! It's crazy. Something like that always happens. Yeah, always. So just big shout out to the NBA uh, with the great tribute to Kobe Bryant. Um, you hear Chaka Khan singing the national anthem? Yes, I did. How did you feel about that? Uh, I feel like they should have got somebody else. I feel like they could have got somebody else, right? But she had a note in there that was. Next level, like uh, there's yeah. a handful of people. You know, there's a handful of people who can who can rap with Eminem. Yeah, there's a handful of people who could hit that note that she hit. Granted, I agree with you. They could have got somebody else. Yeah, it was not a great overall national anthem to me. But I mean, it is Shaka Khan. She is legendary. So yeah, she really she killed it in the Shaka Khan sense. Somebody who doesn't know. That's what I had to realize. You're sitting there watching, and you have to realize, okay, it's Shaka Khan. Somebody like like my our parents would be more appreciated. Exactly. You know, they appreciate her. Uh, a more, young cat who's just, more who than. loves Trey Young isn't gonna know who Shaka Khan exactly. is, and is gonna go make a bunch of memes about her saying the national anthem. Exactly. Weird, you know what I mean? It it is better than Fergie, though. I will give them that. It was way better than Fergie. Shout out Fergie. Way better. Now they had um, Jennifer Hudson. Oh, the Kobe Bryant tribute. And oh my God. Like, why didn't you just have her... Why didn't do you both. Just, do, <laughs> just have her do that one and then come out a little bit later and do the uh, do the, do the um, Kobe Bryant one. Um, yes. Or, yeah, yeah, Kobe Bryant. Um, then they... It probably would have saved them some money, too. I think so. Because now you don't got to pay Shaka Khan and Jennifer Hudson. You just got to pay Jennifer Hudson. But I think it's one of those deals where they want to give multiple people opportunity and also, like, maybe this person wanted to prepare for this song, sing this particular True. song, and blah, blah, blah. It's harder yeah. for a person to prepare for two songs. And we can I think everybody can say she left her heart on that stage when she saw that. Oh, yeah. Like, she left her heart on the stage. Oh, yeah. And, I, I mean, <laughs> she, brought, she brought the mama mentality. She didn't it. sing. She sang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she sang. Um, and that was a big part I liked seeing that uh, the coaches were telling them like you know telling you know the young kids from the uh, Rising Stars Challenge to the uh, to the players in the All Star Game to to bring your mama mentality. I saw one of the coaches write it on the board, just like insane. Like if just keep this with you. If you knew him, if you didn't know him, if you had a chance to talk to him, you know this is what he's about. You know he's this, this, this all the way through. So yeah. just carry that with you and everything. So it was always it was great to see that. Great to see them honor him yeah. in the way that they did. Um, anything else on All Star Game? I want to. I feel like I was missing some. Oh, Allen Iverson and Dwayne Wade consoling each other after the Kobe Bryant tribute. It was yeah. great to see because to me. That is the third best shooting guard and the fourth best shooting guard grieving over, you know, to me, the best shooting guards. Death. But yeah. We, we had, I don't know if you were up here when we had the top five shooting guard discussion. You, can, I, can I shine some light on that? Too? What was that? It was, I had seen a post and it was uh, Michael Jordan at number one. Of course. Top five shooting guards, right? Okay. Kobe Bryant at two. I get it. 
D-Wade at three, AI at four, oh, D-Wade. James Harden at, oh, James Harden at four, Allen Iverson at five. Top five shooting guards all time. I felt disrespected by it. I don't know about that one. I, I said, to me personally, it's going Bean. And I said this, I would tell, I said I would say this on January 1st before Kobe's death. So it's going Bean, Jordan, AI, Wade, Harden. I get why Jordan's first. I get why Wade's third. I get it. Wade's got rings. Jordan's mm-hmm. got rings. Jordan's undeniable. This, that, and third. I'm not, I'm not, there's no Jordan argument didn't have, Jordan didn't have the you know range of I mean? Kobe, though. Oh, no, not at all. I say that, but oh, no, not Jordan, at all. Jordan did have a nice shot. An amazing shot. He, it, well, he would my, my defense was that I feel like Kobe could get the better of Jordan. I feel like the teacher, what I said was the teacher, the student passes the teacher, usually. And in this sense, I think that's what would happen. Or I for think me, that's it's, what it's happened. hard for me to say that when when a student got everything that he knows from the teacher. The teacher taught you everything that he he knows and the stuff that he realized he should have knew and he should have improved on. He helped you with that as well. And exactly, you know what I mean? so that made that made the student more deadly because you have yeah, what the student he is didn't. deadly. But I mean, where you get your game from? Who, you, who do you study? And that's why I think that Kobe would pass him because, or if it was a one-on-one thing, because um, Jordan doesn't really have that person in front of him. You know what I mean? It's not like he learned everything from Dr. J and can say, yeah. okay, I need now I need to go here and this, 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 and this and tweak this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, don't get it, don't get it twisted. I do. Th- I, I know what you're saying, but if I'm gonna say of all time. Oh, and I, I, gonna, I know there's no yeah. argument against that. Yeah, like, if, if you're trying to sit there I and argue that, it's Jordan. not. It that that's the one thing that like you can say Kobe's better than LeBron. You can say LeBron's better than Kobe. There's there's people are gonna argue that for years. People are gonna argue that LeBron's better than Jordan. This then there people are gonna argue that Kobe is better than Mike and Mike's better than Kobe. But I think those two right there is the one where a lot of people can agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. A lot of people they could oh okay. Well, you got, or if somebody says this, if somebody says, well, Kobe's my number one shooting guard of all time, a person won't really get mad at you because they already know who your second one's going to be. You know what I mean? It has to be Jordan. It has to be. And if it's not, Now, it's now if you got James Harden it too, then yeah, I'm going to sit here and yeah. we, we can have a discussion about this. But uh, but yeah, we, we touched on that for a hot second. Um, and you being a Houston sports expert, I figured... I know. I feel like James Harden is only up there because when you think about back in the day, they wasn't allowed to really just bust all these crazy threes like that. At all. You know, when you think about Larry Bird and how his shot was just automatic, though. You know what I mean? And he was taking one to two threes a game. But if he could have took so many, you know what I mean? He would be there. He he would have 60-point games the same way James Harden was Exactly. If they played in this day and age, if you had like a a Reggie Miller and a a Ray Allen and... You know what I mean? they had the green light that these players have today. Oh, oh, man. Imagine if they had... The era that the NBA has now, the green light now. Imagine where the green light would be if if they had it back in the nineties. Imagine where it would be now. Yeah, it'd be way bigger. It'd be pulling up from ninety two. Seriously, <laughs> from ninety. All right, I'm gonna pull it from the other team's free throw line. And then you got a Larry Bird who's tall and and just can actually sink that. Like literally, like you, in six ten. How do you how do you stop it? On you. How do you stop Shot it? behind his head. In, in, like the thing about Larry Bird is like he would just 
they said he needed challenges. So they said he would he would come into the game and just say, "Hey, I'm gonna score. I'm gonna play the first half with my uh, left hand. And I'm gonna shoot every shot left handed just to see how many points I could score." That's crazy. Like just they said he needed challenges, so he would tell the towel boy, "Hey, what's the record in this building? What's the scoring record? Who scored the most points? I'm and beating then, that tonight." Wow. Like it, it's that it's that certain sense of arrogance that everybody loves about Larry. It's like mm-hmm. arrogance, but he does it. So it's yeah. like. And you know what I mean? I think I think Larry Bird was the first and I don't I don't mean this in a bad way, but I think he was the first white guy to actually gain the respect of black players as far as like a oh, person yeah. that can really shoot and oh, play yeah. ball. You know what I mean? You got people to this day who I mean Michael Jordan said it. You put magic. you put magic too, Isaiah Thomas. He said you put yeah. us all you put all the greats in a room. Mike, Wilt, Magic, Kareem, everybody, Isaiah Thomas, they everybody. They all vouch he said, for Bird. He said the only person that's coming out of that room is Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. He said that's the toughest person. He said him and then AI. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, that that's good company to be with if you're talking to yeah. folks. They said AI is like like a, a nail at Home Depot. You go you go in there and try to bend it. <laughs> that, that That's Allen Iverson. You take the screw... And you try to bend it. <laughs> you can't do it. You ain't doing that. Yeah. Uh, we got to jump into another commercial break. And we'll be back after these messages. gentlemen welcome back to the last half hour of the assist if you're just tuning in i'm your host Noah Harrington. to my right we have our houston sports expert jay and to his right we have nobody coach g is mia today no he's not mia he's out there being a coach g out there in san antonio what's up coach g i know you're listening mm-hmm. so talked all-star game we talked all-star weekend uh monday there was a rumor well there's a rumor going around I don't. Even, I won't even say it's a rumor. It's just a, a hopeful wish. It's a very, very big hopeful wish for two. For you. For two franchises. Because if you're Milwaukee, you this is what you're going for, mm-hmm. and you're gonna pay. You're gonna pay Giannis five hundred million for two years to get all four of his, three of his brothers on the team. <laughs> and if if you're LA, you're gonna do the same thing, and you're gonna try to. You're gonna get rid of everybody except two people, to gain four. Well, they already have Antetokounmpo over there. Well, we should probably talk about what we're talking about. Um, who was it? It was Giannis who said it? Yes. Giannis came out and said that he would love the opportunity to play with all three of his brothers, all four Antetokounmpo brothers playing in either Milwaukee or Los Angeles. I don't think he specified Lakers or Clippers. But, but I think I think I'm right sure now he's, only, I think he's talking about the two older brothers, not the younger brothers. I don't think it's necessarily the younger brother. The I, the younger brother right now, I know he's a senior. I want to say he's a senior in high school. So he still has to go through college. And then yeah, he got there, time. You know he I mean? got time before he gets to the league for sure. I, uh, Costas is playing for the Lakers. Uh, and then Thanis and Giannis are both on the Bucks. So I feel like it would be probably a lot easier to get a a trade over there to Milwaukee if you're Costas. Mm-hmm. Plus, you got the Rob, uh, Robin Lopez. And Brooke Lopez over there, 
You already got Giannis and Thanis. That's two sets of brothers on a team, let alone twins. And then you add a Kostas. That's just even more chemistry because you you play better with your brother than anybody else. Really. I mean, y'all grew you know up playing I mean? with each other, exactly. so you know what you he's know, thinking. You know what he's doing. You know, you know his know. hot spots. You know where to get yeah. him the rock. You know if mm-hmm. you pass it to him while he's running up to the top of the key, he's not going to miss. It wouldn't take long for all of them to be in sync with one another, yeah. for sure. And then, and then, you know, usually your youngest, the youngest is usually the best, right? In this case, I think that will end up being the case. I mean, you have four, or you have three NBA brothers in front of you, and one is an MVP, probably a multiple-time MVP. Going to be a champion. Oh, yeah, going to be a champion. The most, probably the most dominant player playing right now. Yeah. Dominant-wise. Nobody dominates the paint like him. Close to Shaq, almost. Yeah. But he can actually shoot free throws. Yeah. Eh, My God. Kind of. Better yeah, than I Shaq mean, could. Better, better than what Shaq could. But, but, I mean, how good could Shaq really? Shaq's excuses, he always, he always made them when he needed them. And, hey, that's, I mean, sometimes. I don't think that's a good excuse. Like, you needed all of them. I mean, you he did. The, the league came up with a hack of Shaq just to if keep Shaq, you just from imagine scoring. If, if Shaq could make his free throws, there would be no hack of DeAndre Jordan. Hacka mm-hmm. this, hacka that, hacka Shaq, hacka Kwame Brown. I don't know. Yeah. They probably weren't hacking Kwame Brown because you probably didn't have to, but you get my point. Yeah, exactly. Hacka Dwight. You know, those things probably wouldn't have came into play if if Shaq, Shaq kind of set the... Well, I mean, not all big men were terrible free throw shooters, but Shaq set a big standard in in that he was a big man who couldn't shoot. So now... What I will say... This player being so dominant... Now we can all kind of take a page out of each other's books and this is how you stop him. Mm-hmm. Well, not even that. I feel like when, once once he went through that, I feel like that kind of opened the door for other other big men to be like, if I want to make it to the league, oh, exactly. i got to be able to have some kind of jumper. I'm, I'm surprised that you can make it to the league with no jumper. Period. Seriously. I'm surprised you can make it to the league without, having, without making free throws. Like, I mean, I get Shaq as the exception, but... Yeah. But, like... You could make free throws in high school. That that if I'm a coach or I'm a scout, that's a deal breaker for me. If I got this guy over here who's just as big as you, but can make a free throw, I'm gonna give. It's I'm gonna almost, just teach him what you do. You know what? It's always that. It's always it's always them few exceptions. Oh yeah. And Shaq was definitely an exception. Oh yeah. Because when you got somebody that can't make a a, a shot to save their life, but he's but, seven one, three hundred and twenty five pounds, and you still in everybody's run. top five. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he made it to most people top five without being <laughs> able to make a shot. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? So. He was very dominant, but Shaq's you don't find a lot of to me. Shaqs no more. Oh, like I said, I think no. Giannis come close because the way he can actually dominate the paint. Uh-huh. Like if he get the ball down low, and he's very you're gonna far have off. a hard time. Yeah, very far off. It, but he's the closest thing. Yes, that's <laughs> what like, I would say. He's not. It's not a Kobe Jordan type situation where they're yeah. very, very close, very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only difference between them is a ring. Yeah, it's like this. Shaq was so you we I don't think we'll ever get another Shaq. Oh no. I don't think we will ever get another Shaq. Like the, the NBA That was like would a once to, in a lifetime thing. I feel like the only way a new Shaq would be I guess real would be if the NBA was like on just a downward spiral and 
ratings weren't up, and then just some guy just comes in and it's mm-hmm. just. And 50, if you think about 60. it, most of the guys that's like Shaq, they go into the NFL. Yeah, you know there's, what I mean. There's some big dudes. It's, it's probably another Shaq out there, but he probably play football. Yeah, he's probably on the, <laughs> he's probably on the offensive line. Exactly, pushing pushing dudes back. Probably like JJ Watt. Yeah, you know he he making millions of dollars just to play football. Yeah, he chose a different sport. Um, <laughs> I think that I think that's all we got for basketball. There's some big football news, ladies and gentlemen. Big football. the man. Big big news. The the Westlake legend, Drew Brees. Mr. Drew himself is returning for another year uh, with New Orleans Saints. I know, I know the Who Dat Nation is lit. No, they are. Um, it's the year. I of, mean, I'm a Texan, and I'm happy about. Oh, that. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm happy about that if, myself. I would have hated it if he went somewhere else. The only thing at this point he could have done is either retire or keep playing for his same team. Exactly. The thing Philip Rivers did, I'm not really on par with that. Because, well, I'm on par with it for Phillip. I'm not on par with it for Drew. Yeah. This is Drew's team. Granted, the Chargers were Phillip's team, but Phillip never took them anywhere. So they're not really your team. They're your team until yeah. somebody else takes them there. And then, boom, now it's this person's team, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know what comes with all that. Yeah. Drew took them, has taken them multiple times. One, um, rode with them through the good, bad, the ugly. Literally, and I think I love to see it. I love to see Drew. Drew is the he's the all. I mean, he's one of the all American quarterbacks. I like to see commitment. I like oh, to yeah. see people loyalty. I feel like I feel like when you win, that makes it ten times better. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you stay down for the come up, exactly. And just if he was to leave right now, it'd kind of be like, why? You only have a year left. Exactly. That's why you I'm know, thinking, like, like Philip. What are you doing? Exactly. Like, why? Why would you leave? Um, I, I wouldn't leave. Well, in, like I said, Phillip's case is a little different. No ring. Maybe he's chasing one. Who knows? But um, this is the other big news. So shout out to uh, Drew Brees. You know, he's got his starting spot on lock. There's some there's some drama going on between who's going to be the backup. Taysom Hill or Teddy Bridgewater. I think it should be Teddy. But I think it's Bridgewater all, all the way. Yeah. I think they're he actually... played very well when Drew Brees was out. Hill is probably... One of them is going to be shipped out of there probably pretty soon um and then you know uh this whole sean payton and drew Brees is like it's like bill belichick and tom brady just yeah that's new orleans version <laughs> it's like tony dungy and uh peyton manning you know what i mean they they just they go good I they go good they actually um debating on who would come in as a backup mm-hmm. that's crazy because well, hill didn't have a bad year but i feel like hill is too He'll can play receiver. He'll can play running back. He'll can return punts. He can versatile. be your quarterback. Put use him when you need him. Yeah, Bridgewater is your go-to backup. I feel like you can you can use Hill so many other places. Yeah, I feel like I where, feel like he did he good under pressure. He did boom. very well under pressure. Yeah, he helped them out. They won a couple of games, and then when, when Drew Brees came back, and Teddy Teddy played. A you know, Hell of a oh, amazing come league. on, come on. Yes, while, he did. While Drew was gone. Yes, he did. Um, yes, he did. So I'm, I don't know why why you would debate that. But yeah. at the same time, we don't always see what goes on behind closed doors. Exactly. I mean, so, Jalen Hurts and Tuya. Yeah, you know what I mean? He had the number one quarterback, and then he gets hurt, and now he's not playing ever. 
Yeah. Now he, now he has to go transfer school. So, like you said, there's probably a lot we don't know about uh, going on. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad Drew's staying. I mean, I would stay too. You just, your receiver is Offensive Player of the Year. You have a great receiving core. You got a great coach. They just won the championship, what, like two years ago, I want to say? Uh, I don't two, know if it was three? that recent, but it was, they've won it in this decade. Yeah, it, it, I want to say it was like three years ago. Um, I'll get you a fact check on that. Um, yeah, I mean... Honestly, if I'm if I just won a championship with my team, and I've been with this team, we grinded for this together, which they have. Oh yeah, it's no reason for you to leave. You At know, all. especially and like I said, especially when it's your last year. And that's 2010. why I don't. Two thousand ten. Okay, got you. And that's Three why that's why I don't like the whole talk about. Um, that's why I don't like the whole talk about uh, Tom Brady. That's really kind of eating at me too. Like, why would? Tom Brady leave. Great segue. Um, Why would he do that? There's some big news. I personally, I don't think Tom's going anywhere. But, well, we, we need to start with this. So, Antonio Brown, you know, uh, mental health classes were a part of his, uh, I guess, sentencing with his whole little uh, debacle that happened, I guess you could say. Um, or situation that happened. Um mm-hmm. So, I guess, in this time, he's been reaching out and apologizing to teams he's played for. Um, I I would think kind of keeping the door open to where maybe if they need to sign somebody, okay, well, A.B. cleaned his act up. We can go grab him. And that's not a bad person to go grab by any means. Uh, Not at all. Top three receiver, and he's not even playing. Exactly. Um, Hate to sell that talent go to waste, too. Yeah. Lord. Um, So, he... Apparently spoke with John Gruden, reportedly spoke with him, said that uh, they're kind of patching things up and that John Gruden is keeping, like I said, the door open for the chance to sign Antonio Brown if they sign the person they think they're trying, the person they're trying to sign, which is Tom Brady, which I am like, okay, I get, I get you trying you know what I mean? If LeBron's mm-hmm. on the market, thirty, he's gonna have thirty contracts at his door waiting for him. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? It's Tom Brady. Um, he's he's a very high class quarterback. He's a he's a first class quarterback. He's if if you're trying to get Tom Brady, you're you're gonna pay a lot of money for him. Well, I won't even say that, but you're you're gonna you know what you're getting when you want Tom Brady. Yeah, it means you want somebody at that. Uh, Somebody reliable at that position, a gunslinger, gunslinger. yeah. So, Mm -hmm. um, I I get it from the Raiders' point of view. I don't think it's a bad idea for them to come at it like that. I don't think it is either. I think it's, it's, I think the bad comes in when it's on Tom's shoulders now. Mm -hmm. So, now it's in Tom's head, okay, do I go here? Or do I stay over here in this system where I've won six rings and we do this shit? You know what, it's crazy that, that they... Now that I'm actually thinking about it, in the in the even even with everything that's been going on with Antonio Brown, Tom has stood by his side. Mm-hmm. That is pretty much his friend, and we all know that Tom would not mind playing with Antonio Brown. We know this. He, you he's know? played with. He's thrown a touchdown pass. It's oh. one of the ninety some odd players that Tom Brady's thrown a pass to. Yeah, and and that's why I'm like, you know. We know he don't mind playing with him, so I can see why the Raiders would do it the way. I can see why they would come at it the way they doing it. If you come with us, we'll give you what you want. Exactly. We'll give you 
the player that you want to play with. I don't see the Patriots ever trying to sign Antonio Brown back. Me neither. I don't see that. Apology or not. Yeah. So I think it's one of those deals where, I mean, because it's like you, you, he kind of went too far. Yeah. You, you know, went, you, you went too left, far. You go AWOL on somebody and then expect them to yeah. take you right back. That's exactly. Not how it like, works. no, no. I, I can forgive you, but I will but never forget. But this is still a business. Yeah, I can forgive, but I will never forget it. So I'm not going to take this risk. management is a part of business. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I can see why the Raiders would throw this out there. It's not bad on the Raiders' part, like At you all. said. It's not bad for them to try to give him a. Optimatum, like or we voice that they are still looking at him because if they voice that, then that's saying okay. Well, well, if you're an owner and I say I'm still looking at signing Antonio Brown, you've assessed the risk management. You don't want to take that risk because it's Antonio Brown. You could sign him and he mm-hmm. does all this stuff all over again, right? You yeah, don't want that on your team. I come out and I say that uh, we're looking at still signing him if things go right. That can put different thoughts into the into the owners' heads, into other owners' heads, because as they're well. looking at it as if you respect me as the owner of this team, and I respect you as the owner of that team, and you know my business acumen is good. You can look at me and say, "Huh, well, this is a smart guy. I Maybe know he's he taking something exactly, that we don't see. Exactly, mm-hmm. he's taking he's taking his statistics into account, and he's still willing to ride by this guy. So let's see." Mm-hmm. So then, boom, now where you have one contract from the Raiders, you got three contracts from over here, a couple more over here, and now now things are kind of falling in line. And I feel like the Raiders is kind of one of those teams, and I hate to say desperate, but I feel oh, like, desperate. I feel like it, they, they wanted <laughs> oh, they're I, desperate, I, yeah. I feel like they one of those teams that is in dire need to make a big change and fast. I, I think that's why, because they're, I mean, they got Derek Carr over there, and Derek Carr had the worst season this year since his oh, brother. Man. David Carr. And exactly. so, I mean, um, I think that's why they're looking at, okay, here's the top person in free agency. His name's Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we need a quarterback? Yep. Send him a contract. Yes. Doesn't matter how much it is, send him a contract. Because if we get him, we can get a lot more people. And I feel like that's another that's another reason why Tom Brady would have to think. Because they probably going to offer you good money. Oh, yeah. Most of these teams is going to offer him more money than what the Patriots are Oh, exactly. And, and I think that's I think that's why they're going to... I think that's why they're trying to do it. Because, mm-hmm. oh, we can give you way more than that, Tom. And Come this over a, this here. this will be your last year. Exactly. Come over here. We'll pay this, this big old amount for one, uh, one year. Maybe two years. Fresh. Which I don't, I don't think he'll do two years. I think maybe he only got one more in him. I think the anticipation of people thinking this was his last year showed that he doesn't have that many more years. Mm-hmm. So I, I completely agree with you. Where yeah. I said he could play four more years, I think next year's his last year. Yeah, I mean, and we and because this was such that's, a big that's been deal. The talk, that's been the talk for the last two years. Exactly, and it's never been running. this big of a deal. Yeah, like after the championship, we thought he was going to be done, and exactly. then he decided to come back and. It was just like and it goes to a championship again. We thought he was done after Atlanta. Exactly, and he won another ship since then. Exactly, so (laughs) Um, never know. Yeah, I I just think if he maybe he could be the Vince Carter of football. Yeah, (laughs) play forever. Um, I think uh, I think if he leaves, it's gonna be bad for him. I think NFL fans are gonna love it. Do you think it'll stain his reputation? No. I don't think it will because it didn't stain Brett Favre's. Well, 
it kind of stained Brett's. But Brett's problem was he kept retiring and coming back. back. I don't yeah. see Tom doing that. I think yeah. if, if Tom he retire, trades a team, he's done. yeah, if Tom goes to a different team, he's gonna play there. He's gonna play his heart out, and he's gonna be done. He's not gonna. Mm-hmm. And I, if he does it, I promise you, it's probably gonna be for a check. More than likely, because, I mean, okay, if you want, if it's to be a contender, you're on the the team that has contended for every Super Bowl in the past decade. Exactly. Literally. Like, every year you have a chance. So we know, we, I, I, I'm you know sure that's we can not both a agree reason. that it's not about the ring. Yeah. He don't, he, I think, well, Maybe I, would, I wouldn't say care less, but. Because, you know, a lot of opportunities come within that. Like, there were, people went to teams because of what the teams can have set up for them after you retire. Like, okay, yeah. we we can show you the business side of the Oakland Raiders. So when you retire, you're you can become part owner or something. You, don't you know, even just have to something. Worry yeah. about money and then yeah. And I think that's a big deal and that's too. A, yeah, that's your a career deal. after. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of people look toward. You see, Stability. Kobe Bryant was big on that. Yeah, they want. He stability. said he started looking in that when he when he tore his Achilles because. That's when you realize, like, this, this stuff isn't forever. Exactly. And you see LeBron making moves. Mm-hmm. Tons of moves. KD's making moves. It's, it's becoming a thing. Shout out LeBron playing for oh, tuition. To, oh, oh, yeah. That was man. Crazy. He said that's probably the best thing he's ever done. I, I, I agree. Yeah. I would agree. Paying tuition for... for uh, the, it's, it's the I it's Promise. It's so many hundred kids, yeah. too. Like, that's Not the, just the I Promise kids, but the I Promise kids that were old enough. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of it's that was a lot of tuitions and, and it's all four years. Yeah. Not just one, two years, all four years. Room and board too. Yep. That is a that is a oh man. Yeah. That that is big. Um well speaking of LeBron, we talked I mean, this little tangent of basketball, this slither of basketball <laughs> will get us to this next one. Uh there's some Pro Bowl change or people want Pro Bowl changes. Because they tried to do some changes this year, and it was like the false start changes or something. Like the receiver can do this, but if he does this, then it's a false start. It was something weird. Don't quote me. Something weird along the lines of where people didn't really jive with it too much, I don't think. Um, but then they saw this past All Star weekend, and there were a lot of football players saying, We want, we kind of want something like uh, this All Star game where third quarter. Everything after the third quarter, we're done. In fourth quarter, we we go head to head, like we battle, just the same way the NBA did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think I don't know how they would do it. I think they could maybe do something like that, but I think it would be maybe different. What I'd like to see is maybe them incorporate some XFL rules into the All Star. Now that'd game be nice. And, or to the Pro Bowl, sorry. That'd be nice. Yeah, like. I think that could be real nice. I think that'll do good versus yeah. them actually trying to like change the format of it. Because if you think about it, football is already head to head. Y'all already. It's not like you can you take. Know? Or I mean, you can take plays off in football, but it's a lot. It's a lot more noticeable. Like you have to get hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And another thing about it too, I don't see how it could work, given the fact that you see teams like Kansas City Chiefs start losing, and then come back in that third, fourth quarter. Like, yeah. that's big in football. Mm-hmm. We've seen it with, like you said, uh, Tony and uh, Atlanta, where you down. Tom. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Tom and Atlanta. <laughs> Tony Gonzalez? Oh, right. Let's kid. No. Tony, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Romo, good lord. No. <laughs> but uh, you've you seen where they down 21, and you see what they have this this major right fourth quarter run and yeah. just, you know. 
So I don't I don't see how that I don't know. I don't see how to work. Me neither. I don't and see it. I think that this past All Star Weekend really kinda opened an eye for the NFL because the Pro Bowl has not been the same Pro Bowl for a long time. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like the Pro Bowl does not catch. Does, the Pro Bowl does People not. People are not looking for it like they looking at the All Star Weekend. Weekend. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's because I think the events like you. There's not the kind of ex, like you have your quarterback event where they're throwing the balls through the hole or whatever, and you like to see that. But that's there's something of there's something captivating about the three point challenge and yeah. the dunk contest. They they need they need something like that. Something to grab the audience. Yeah, and I can see them trying to do something after this, but I mean at the same time they gotta remember that this this whole all star thing came about because, you know, Kobe ended up passing away. They wanted to do something for him to honor him and, and the it's game. not like the NFL has the greatest reputation. Right Uh-oh. now, yes, you know, within from two thousand what fifteen, from the whole to now, the the whole Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick thing, stuff yes. put a bad light on the NFL. Yeah, granted, before the Colin Kaepernick stuff, Pro Bowl weekend was on the decline, but they I, they really just need to switch it up. But uh, like I was saying, the Colin Kaepernick stuff put a big it put the nail in the coffin. Now, what I will say that the NFL did do something one year. And um, mm, I can't remember what it was called, but they had all the um, they had all these top players showing off all these crazy skills and stuff that they could do. They had kickers like kicking the ball all the way to the top of the bell, and you had Andre Johnson that. set the ball in a in a little thing, and then he run all the way downfield yeah. and catch it. Yeah, I remember that. That was number one trending for a long time. Once they did that, and you I know, mean, it tells you Andre Johnson was in it, so that tells you yeah, how, how long ago it was exactly. exactly. Yeah, but you had you had these guys doing these amazing plays and these amazing catches. I think if they can do something to incorporate that back into it again, mm-hmm. it'll like it'll make people want to see what's going on with football. You because know what I mean? Because the Pro Bowl is the Pro Bowl, and 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 if you're a football fan, that's what you're gonna watch. Yeah, Pro Bowl weekend. You're usually if you don't catch nothing, you're gonna catch that. Yeah, you know, All Star Weekend. You can you can tune in solely for the dunk contest. Yeah, I only want to watch the dunk contest. It comes on at nine. Let's watch it. And then skip the three point contest, skills challenge, all star or uh, rising stars challenge. Forget it all. I just want celebrity games. Celebrity game, exactly. All um, of them. And there's not there's not really. I mean, I think they've done like a celebrity seven on seven on seven, and that's cool. Like that's a cool little thing to do. I feel like they need more of that. Um... I had a point I wanted to say. I think I think I'm losing it as I'm talking. <laughs> um, it was along the line. Oh, it was the Pro Bowl tradition. You know, they go to Hawaii. You're playing red yet red versus blue. That doesn't need to change. Yeah. Incorporate some XFL. Incorporate a little bit of a lawlessness into it. You know, there's some lawlessness in the NBA. If I'm, you can, for lack of a better term, you know what I mean. Like. Yeah. In in a regular NBA game, you don't see a, a forty foot lob. You know what I mean. And it, there's one person back there, and and it goes from LeBron to Jason Tatum. You know what I mean. Like you don't yeah. really see that. There's nothing in the Pro Bowl that you don't see in a regular game. in a regular football game. Exactly. There's a lot you don't see from an All Star game in a regular NBA yeah. game. 
There's a lot. Like you want to see, you want to see these these wide receivers. You want to see Tom Brady launching from this exactly. this end of the field all the way down to this end of the field, and somebody go and catch that. You exactly. know, you want a show put on yeah. for you. Exactly. You want you want plays to happen that you scared of doing in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Forget um, the turnovers. Forget everything else. Like go out there and just put on a show. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, to end the show, we have to. We've got to kind of end the show on a sad note. Uh, well, not too sad. Um, the Daytona 500 NASCAR racer Ryan Newman uh, yes. in a tragic wreck during the Daytona 500. At the um, very la- on the very last lap, too. He That's uh, got. I mean, he got into a bad wreck. Yeah, going just, 200 miles per hour. Uh, it was that's horrible. what. Uh, when you, when you say a wreck in NASCAR, there's not really much else you can say. You know they're going at high speeds, and you know yep. it's there's some there's some problems with that. You know what I mean? Like there's some there's some uh, there's a chance of bad things happening when you're going at such a high rate of speed, so close together, all that. Um, thankfully, he does not have life threatening injuries. Thank um, God. Recovering quickly. As quick as you can in a situation like that is just a mm-hmm. terrible situation. They say he's actually speaking and everything, so yeah. that's always good, you know. I mean, we saw this with the with Kevin Hart, you know, another life threatening situation. Yeah. Who had to where where you had to learn to walk again, learn to talk again and kinda of do all these things all over that you already kinda of, that you mm-hmm. that you know, but after this it's just kinda of, I guess it just leaves you. So, uh, but shout out to Ryan Newman, recovering well, big prayers, big shout out to you. Yes, get well soon, man. Ending on the Astros, that's where we gotta end on before we get out of here. I mean, there's some, there's some hostility going on against the Astros. Aaron Judge, fellow Yankee, said, uh, he was pissed. He said they didn't earn it. He didn't wanna, you know, that's how he feels about them not being fined or being punished or anything. The players of the Astros, that is. Well, I feel like you can't take the trophy from them. You can't take them. I think they need to be somewhat punished. You have to be somewhat punished, but I feel like you can't take the trophy from them. I think I'm this not... trophy will always have an asterisk on it. Always. 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 And Regardless I feel like they should who's... definitely... They should definitely... The players should have got fined. Yeah. The players should have got fined. Because for for the Astros to, out of nowhere, have this big, amazing season, and then you find out that it was all a bunch of lies, you mm-hmm. know? It's kind of like, man... Man, they duped you. Yeah. Uh, Mike Trout said they should have got uh, punished. He said it. It's really fun. He said, "Imagine me going up to the plate and knowing what you're about to throw at me. It's gonna be a real fun night. <laughs> Something along those lines." And you know, Mike Trout's the home run king. Yeah. So you know what I mean. If if he knows you're throwing a fastball at him, he's you know he's gonna send that out there to left field. I feel like it's gonna it's gonna like after this. I feel like a lot of those players won't be welcomed on a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to they get don't work out with the Astros. Get blackballed. Yeah, yeah. Quote unquote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just sad. I mean, because it was such a great moment for the city of Houston. Yes. Is um, I mean, you being the Houston sports expert, I know you're down there in the in the streets. Dude, I mean, you know, I, there. I love to see the city come together. Like we we needed that. Yeah. Honestly, we needed that, and for it to be tainted, with the whole it's just with like, the whole no. Harvey thing going on. And yeah, you know, like with everything going on, it was it was much needed. It brought people together, brought joy to the city. The Texans weren't doing nothing. The Rockets had uh, blew, blew it. the dud. They blew it. Yeah. Man. 
Um, with that being said, we're getting out of here, ladies and gentlemen. That's our time. You can catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time here at rtfsportsnetwork.com. You can also tune into our podcast every Thursday. So you just go podcast in front of my son. It's been another edition, another hour, another moment in time of the assist. I'm your host, Noah Harrington. To my right, I have Jay. To his right, we have nobody. Coach Jesus San Antonio. But we're signing out.